Tim. I have a Audio Technica. Uh, what is it? The M M C R ATR twenty one hundred X. Yeah, this is the um, updated version of the microphone that Ben records on for Foamcast Radio. Uh, as far as I can, so as far as I can tell, the only thing that is different between his and ours is this has a USB. <laughs> this has a USB C port, and his has a uh, USB micro or mini. So you chew, you chewing on the microphone then? Are you chewing on the microphone then like you usually have to? <laughs> Somebody just... <laughs> Somebody left the voice chat. <laughs> Who was it, Gavin? Okay, I think Gavin just popped back in. I've been busy. I've been busy. No, like like with with project stuff too, the hobby stuff. Yeah. So I I know I talked on the last episode about uh, finishing up my 3D printing cabinet, um, but I've been doing some additional little tweaks and stuff. So like, um, I got a lighting kit for it. So now there's six little puck lights that are all wired to a touch switch, and um, I've got uh, some. T- No, it's it's a wall plug-in um, because, yeah, e- each of the six little puck lights have a, um, what's the what's the balance connector on a LiPo called? Mole? Yeah. So each of the six pucks has one of those on the end, and you plug that into a central controller, which the central controller then plugs into the light switch, which then plugs into the wall outlet thing. But it's it's a touch switch, and so you can uh, it's got a dimmer built in and all that. Um, no, it's uh, some random Chinese uh, brand. It was like twenty bucks. Yeah, it came. It might be knocking off the IKEA one, but uh, yeah. So that's cool because now I can actually see without having to shine a flashlight into the print. And then I uh, I got some uh, uh, temperature gauges so I can see what the ambient temperature is. What's that? Oh. That's one of the nice things about mine is I can swing it to the side and open the back up and, and get to all the back stuff there. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Well, why did you, you to go to this enclosure? You actually do that. 
So I have always struggled with bed adhesion, and I at some point became convinced that it was due to the fact that I was printing in my basement and temperature and um, you know temperature fluctuations and, and humidity and all that type of stuff. So I knew that um, putting it in the enclosure would help with the uh, temperature fluctuations. Um, right. So when I got that that data box from from work, I was like, this is like, and I, I put the printer in there. I was like, man, there's clearance on all sides. This would be perfect. I just got to do it. So, you know, what was that? Two weekends ago, three weekends ago now, I finally bit the bullet and did it. It was because I was starting to print um, the uh, N95 respirator mask covers and I was having um, layer issues. Um, so, yeah, I just, I got tired of, you know, having to print at like 235 with the bed temp at like 72 just to get it to stick with glue stick. Um, yeah, it, it's the stock PEI. Yeah, I don't have the powder coated one. Um, it's uh, acetone. Acetone. Yeah, because I. So something I just realized like this week. Um, because I, I clean it every time with rubbing alcohol, but apparently the percentage of rubbing alcohol makes a difference. Because I was using 70% rubbing alcohol, and yet you're supposed to use 91, and I didn't know that. So I assume that would be better. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I have to assume now that some of my bed adhesion issues were because I was using too low a quality um, um, alcohol. <laughs> Oh no. So No, that's fine. So so yeah, so I've now I've got the um the temperature gauges so I can see what the ambient temperature is. That was a suggestion from Jackie uh from FDL and uh the lights and I've got a um it's a magnetic towel holder, like paper towel holder, so I can stick that on the side of the cabinet and then it's got a little rack so I can put my um my bottles of rubbing alcohol and acetone and stuff up above the roll of paper towel, which is kinda cool. Yeah. Um I'll I'll also link you the um puck lights that I got. Yeah. Um I need to do that too. Yeah. Now, what is ASA? So, ASA is, is a, it's a, it's a next generation of ABS plastic. Oh. So, does that make sense? They say it's a little more predictable. It has less, um, less in the way of the, the styrene things. It still is a styrene product, um, but it, it has styrene in it, which is part of all your retainer respiratory systems. That's the reason why you want to use it even though you I was just about to say, where, uh, Nice, works really nice. 
Interesting. I mean, my 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 end game for building the the enclosure and whatnot is to redo my FDL and ABS, which I I was having. <laughs> I don't I don't want to call it uh, aneurysms, but I was having um, quite a hard time trying to um, I guess pick new colors for my FDL because I can't get a translucent gray anywhere in ABS. The only company that apparently used to do it is Wizworks. They used to have a uh, translucent black, but that is apparently no longer available either. So I have to go solid colors. Ah. Yeah, I was. Jackie and I were discussing the the issue too so yeah 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 Gavin uh, Gavin Gavin mentioned uh, annealing the PLA I so one of the um the, the gray color that I use on my FDL right now is uh, protopasta um, silver smoke HDPLA. I've tried annealing that, and I I could not get it to not warp. I tried higher temperatures, lower temperatures. Um, every piece that I tried to anneal came out looking like a mangled fist. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I can only imagine what an FDL would look like put together with annealed parts. <laughs> now, I will say, I know that um, one of the guys in our club that has a Spring Thunder anneals all of his uh, shells. Yeah. Um, no, Nate Shattuck. Yeah, he, he actually, I guess, tweaked all of the files to account for the shrinkage when you anneal. You know, Gavin, that's not a bad idea. Print and clear ABS and then rip dye it? Hmm. Now I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, Gavin. Gavin, what did you do to me? Ah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. That's a great idea. Because Wizworks has a really good, uh, close, translucent orange to the one that I'm using. So, yeah. So, other than... Yeah, but uh, as far as projects, other than the working on the, um, the printer, I've also been um, working on upgrading the FDL. So, um, when I was down for the 3v3 in Georgia, Jackie... Uh, very graciously gifted me an ammo counter, uh, Mark IV. 
Um, and it was print. It was in colors uh, for an FDL she had, which um, were cool. Like it, it was a glow in the dark blue, and then a um, a color change green. I think, and they looked great, but it clashed hideously with my FDL. So I've been trying for weeks, months really, to get my hands on the files for the 3D printed parts of the ammo counter. And with everything um, Nathaniel Deal has going on in his life, he uh, his shop is basically defunct at this point. So I reached out to Sirius Customs, which he didn't have permission to uh, sell me the file, uh, but he put me in contact with the person that originally designed it. So I, I was finally able to get the files and reprint it um, and put you know my own spin on the um, the parts. So now I have a gray uh, gray shroud with an orange stripe on it and an orange uh, ammo counter. On uh... yeah, here. <laughs> what what about you, Tom? What have you been working on? The um, cont- containment crew has one that's got like a built-in like cloth strap or something. Still don't understand that. I mean, Sal- Salutech is like the least sticky filament out there. Is it a single sheet instead of four hat four parts? it goes is 145. <laughs> G- 
Gavin said, put a jet zero on it. It robs you of like 30 FPS. Oh, yeah. Just put your um, your blaster shop. Um, uh, oops. Sorry, guys. I was going to say like 10. <laughs> Gavin says, just dip it in a hot tub. It's like perfect. Yeah, uh, you ever been hit by a marauder? Like, full swing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Tom's responses there totally reminded me of Olaf. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Uh, never mind. Black Widow, how you know people that can throw a sock over 130 FPS? Oh, yeah. All right. Truman. Fair enough, Truman. They're pretty elite, man. There there was one of those Truman guys that I thought, like, he was going to, like, come to blows with me uh, over the fact that he didn't want to engage a tank and wanted uh, you know people with blasters to do it instead well exactly well even if you don't you you you, you throw it, you stun them, and on the reach down, you pick it up and step out of the one-step swipe range. Yeah. Hi, Archer. I've gotten tags as the boomer. Hashtag remember the swipe. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. Set it up that it's going to like the perfect line. 
So, <laughs> so, so, Sam from our club used to go on about uh, Phoenix wheels all the time, and I could never find anything on them anywhere. So. You got a picture of it handy? Can you throw that in the uh, the live stream chat? You know, I, I couldn't resist the urge. I had to put my uh, FDL in in their um, picture studio, and I took a couple pictures of it. Yeah, with the um, with the uh, labels that Jackie cut on her vinyl cutter for me. Uh, I I just posted a picture of my FDL. Uh, in the live chat, so if you scroll up a little bit, you can see them on the um, on the uh, mags. Yeah. Why does my FDL look? Oh yeah, um, that's on my phone. I'll have to put it in. What my FDL in that picture looks like? It's all bent. That's weird. It's not. It looks like it, but it's not. It's also sideways. It, it does look slick. He is now. He's muted now. I got him. Oh, wait. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's a beaut. I love the color combination. That orange and that, that uh, dark green. Uh, what what do you call that? What What is that green? Where is it from? Yeah, very nice. So that's, that's not my, I mean, 
Spectre is vehemently campaigning for you to build a pigeon. I uh, I could not endorse a pigeon after my experience, but I'm sure there are other people out there that have pigeons that are perfectly functional. So, Eric, um, AG04 put, um, was it Valkyries or Krakens? One of the Out of Darts one. He put those in his um, pigeon. I'm trying to remember. And he was... Thank you. 
Tom, what are you doing? I just, I couldn't get it to, to go over like 60 FPS. It basically just like puked out of the end of the barrel. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I had to put an absolutely massive spring behind the trigger to get it to return. Um, so like the entire, you know, trigger pull blowback mechanism it was it was all it was it was very stiff to use um i couldn't get the i wanted to do the 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 tack box the little uh picatinny rail on the bottom and i couldn't get that to line up properly to put the um the pin in so i had to leave that part off It, it was fun to hold in hand and play with but i it just never performed to the point where i felt it was worth it so it, it's sitting in a box in pieces downstairs Well, doesn't the turkey have a doesn't the turkey have a magwell instead of being a handle? Yeah. Yeah. It was, he gave me the files before they were public. Huh. Ugh. Okay. Really? What? So I used a, um, 
I used a lady's hair tie. You know, like the elastic, um... Yeah. I also happen to think that I have my, um, my printer dialed in better than I did at that point, so... Maybe, maybe I'll give the pigeon another try. Yeah. Do do we want to get Tom's feedback on his um his uh, Terminator? Tom, you there? Comfy. Yeah. It's closer to twelve feet. Yeah, yeah, let's uh got shout outs. Yeah, it was a good episode last time. Unfortunately. Tom, I'm going to mute you.
Hey, hey, hey! You didn't let me do my shout out. Well, I was I'm actually not going to shout out. I'm going to use this uh, time to do a shameless plug. Um, for anybody that is uh, free on Saturday, and I think everybody will be because we're um, uh, <laughs> we're all under quarantine. Um, uh, I will be on a panel representing Detroit Dart Talk with uh, our good friend Ben from Foamcast Radio and Just a Jolt and uh, Tom Foam Data Services um, talking about uh, the growth of the hobby. Um, for I think it's about a half hour segment. Uh, we will be uh, starting. I was just about to get there. Uh, East Coast. East Coast. It will be at six p.m. So if uh, you uh, don't have anything going on, feel free to tune in on. Uh, I think it's being streamed at Twitch. Uh, it's probably on Discord. Yeah. Um, go to the the Foam, uh, Foam Fest Live uh, Facebook page, and I'm sure all the um, details will be there. Yeah, Spectre's saying Twitch and Facebook, so so hopefully uh, you guys can check it out. All right, take it away, Eric. Oh, yeah, Spectre will be there, too. Yeah. Thank you.